Heather McDonald has got the juices scoop. When you're on the road, when you're on the go, Juicy Scoop is the show to know. She talks Hollywood tales for real life, Mr. Sacred Serial Data and Serial Sister. You'll be addicted and addicted fast to the number one tabloid real life podcast. Listen in, listen up. Woo, woo. Heather McDonald, Juicy Scoop. Hello and welcome to Juicy Scoop. I have your favorite girl back. A lot of people are requesting because it's been a little minute. It has been a minute. Sarah Colonna, welcome back to Juicy Scoop. Thanks for doing your hair. You look great. Oh, thanks, girl. And I, you know, I actually did realize I was having a good hair day when I left the house. And yeah. I thought, no, not a better day to have a good hair day than when I'm on Juicy Scoop. I mean, you'll it's, notice. <laughs> curls are in shack. On fleek. On, the part is in a good place. It's oh. not too puff. Sometimes it gets pretty puffy. <laughs> it's really, really good. The color is good. Oh, thanks. This is a, this is a nice welcome back, Sarah Colonna. Um, you're an author. You're a comedian. You're an actress, stand-up, sketch performer, talking head, <laughs> podcaster. But you're obviously best known for being a football wife, right? A mm-hmm. professional football wife. You locked it down. Wags. They call us w- wives yeah. and girlfriends. Wags. And uh, <laughs> your husband John is actually coming to the end of his career. Yeah. Of professional career. Yes. And so I'm glad to, to ask you questions about the uh, the second most famous football Hollywood wife football player husband, which is Giselle. Yep. And Tom Brady. Yes. Now, you've been following this. Yes. And as best I can. the latest, I just, we looked it up seven hours ago, Giselle told Tom Brady she might be Gone for good amid drama. She's doing it for her family. She basically said she's giving according to like a friend or who knows what. Right. Because we've heard they're talking to attorneys. I'm like, but nobody's filed yet. I know. I feel like they don't comment about it at all. But then it's, I mean, she's not at the games, which is a big sign. Yeah. You know, she's always there rooting him on. Um, Or did she never really like going? I don't know. I think, I mean, she was always there. I feel like she probably likes going. I tried to but tweet you, her during the see, Super Bowl when yeah. they played the Seahawks. My husband was in the Super Bowl, and they, they played the Patriots, and I kept tweeting her to see if she wanted to go to lunch. Didn't hear back. <laughs> it was weird. Well, but, <laughs> so you were like, even though our men are going up against each other, would you like to get a cocktail? Yeah, let's just have some common ground. Totally. We're both like, we can wise. be friends. Yeah. yeah. But she, what a bitch. I know. I think she probably, um, she probably just missed those tweets or something. Yeah. She, yeah. Totally. Because, I mean, I think she would totally be like, oh, I mean, yeah, I'm sure she's a real fun time. But I just want to say, I, so, okay, now, catch me up. So they were married. Yes. And then he retired from the Boston team. What's that one called? That was Patriots. Well, no, he went from Boston to Tampa Bay. He didn't retire. Oh, he he didn't? No, he retired after he was playing in Tampa. Is that when he got so drunk on the... um, floaties and on the float or on I the think boat he's, yeah yeah and then he he's like fun. i'm retired and, and then he goes no i'm not retired well yeah basically i think the biggest problem is probably this is all just guesses because yes, she like as I said, a football wife though, too <laughs> she as a football wife as my um very well knowledgeable about this stuff yeah. she, he said that he was retiring to spend time with his family and then he spent two weeks with his family and then he unretired and i feel like that probably made everyone feel like oh Oh, shit. Thank you. Glad 
Glad you had such a good time at home, you know, during these right. two two weeks. <laughs> Maybe it was a month, but it wasn't long. He unretired after saying he wanted to spend time with his family. Now, as a football wife <laughs> yeah. with a husband who's who's probably retiring, I well, I don't know if he's announced it yet, but anyway. Oh, sorry. It's yeah, no, that's no, it's okay. not. He'll retire as a Seahawk and it'll be probably in the off season. Anyway. Um she I I can understand uh the the up and down of wanting to retire, not wanting to retire for a football player. He's accomplished a lot in his life, Tom Brady. It's his life, he wants to do it. I get it. But if you know, you never have Christmases, Thanksgivings, all those things because he's been playing for so long and he finally says, I can't wait to do all these things with you, and then he gets the opportunity and then he's like, Fuck it. That I hated that. I hated two weeks at home with you guys. It would probably bug me too. So I could see kind of both ends of it. Um, but also I did read an article in September yes. where she was talking about, you know, it's kind of my turn now to, to go back to working again as much as I can, meaning obviously she's a successful woman on her own. Right. She's a model, but I'm sure she could head up fashion More, lines yeah. or whatever. I yeah. think she said there was like a lot of stuff she wanted to do and I think she thought when he retired that meant that she could kind of have the limelight again. Yeah, or do, you know, and the kids could have a dad at home while well, she did more things, something like that. That's just my guess. And then he was like, nope, still playing football and now they're Now let me ask, as a, a football place. wife, like <laughs> if all of a sudden he calls up the guy from Tampa and is like, all right, yeah, I'm not going to be there whatever on Sunday. I'm leaving again. Is he able to even do that at this point? Like, doesn't he kind of have to finish this season? Yeah, he has to finish the season. I mean, I guess but he does that have to, but I don't yeah. I don't think I've ever heard of anyone just, I guess people have maybe, someone did retire in the middle of the season once, actually. But no, he. I don't so think do Tom think Brady would ever. if he finishes the season and then officially retires, retires, do you think this couple can be saved? I think they can be saved if he... Um, yeah, I think they can be saved. I mean, they're a nice couple. They always she was always very supportive of him and him of her. Yeah. She was at all the games. She was always the kids, everything. They would run up on the field. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. There's she's they I think my prediction is they'll not full divorce. This is just my prediction and I'm making it up as I go. Yeah. Um, I'm not as good at you as good as you at predictions. Well, uh, my my thing was that I think that she was like really being serious and hardball and stuff to to make him realize like this is it. Yeah, and I will. Like even if she may even file, and I still think there could be hope that they could get back together. Yeah, I feel like if he yeah. gets through uh, the season, finishes, then just goes like, okay, fine, look, I'm done. But the problem is they're not having a very good season right now, at least, and that could always change. But so now I'm like, is he going to be? Is he going to go, well, I don't want to go out on bad seasons, so I have to play another year? And she's probably worrying about that, too. Because, some, you know, somebody like him with that competitive spirit, well, he might well, do that. What about this? Okay. Maybe you don't want to hear this. <laughs> he does retire. Okay. It's official. It's completely done. Okay. And they have a great spring and summer. And then he starts getting real squirrely. Yep. Because he's not doing what he's done every whatever, whenever they go back. Summertime yeah. practice or whatever. Um and now he's just like a mopey guy in his mid to late forties or whatever he is, who's just like a dick. He's just a dick. To, he's just mean dad dick wad well, around the house. I don't care that the house is you know a twenty five billion dollar house. A dick is a dick, right? And 
as a football wife, have you heard that possibly happening? Yes, absolutely. They get bored. Uh, they don't have anything going on. Now, this is luckily not my husband. He has a whole bunch of business ventures and things that he's involved in. And Tom Brady did sign like a big deal to be an announcer when he retires, too. For like somewhere, either Fox or ESPN, I'm obviously not quite remembering. But he signed something really big, like a right. big contract ahead of time when he's not yes. even... So he'll have that to do. Not that that's going to. Yeah, hopefully. Well, let's hope they can make it. If they were, if only they were a little more attractive. It would be funny though if yeah. it, if he does retire and then finally, and then he is home for six months, and she's like, "Please go back to fucking football." Yeah. <laughs> if she's the one, then it's like, forget it. You were right. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, this is annoying. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, did you hear this thing about Katy Perry's weird eye, and people think she's a robot? No. <laughs> So she's doing her show in Vegas. I think this was just like the other day, this pa- this past weekend, I guess maybe on Sunday or something. Um, and it is – I just have a still of it here on the YouTube, but I saw it. And it is it is like a weird robot kind of horror movie kind of thing where she's like standing there and obviously the fans got it. And her eye just shuts like this. And then it's like – she's like – And she, and she, she had to open it, it, and then it shuts again, and then she opens it again, and then it sticks. Yeah, Wait, so is- a lot. There's been a lot of conspiracy theories that she is Jean Benet. Have you ever heard that one? <laughs> People think that Jean Benet was switched at birth with Katie. I don't know that the re- that she is the real Jean Benet. Okay. That Jean Benet that was logical. switched with someone else's body, and then they made her to be. A lot of people think, you know, um, weird th- stuff about her. Like she kicked the nuns out of the house that she wanted, like in Los Feliz. Right. Um, that, you know, she was a super Christian girl, but then she did this song about I kissed a girl. So there's a lot of conspiracy theories about her that are really pretty ridiculous, right? Right. But this one. Okay, so now people Has say, she said anything about it yet? She has not. So people are like. <laughs> Did she like suffer a weird little stroke? Right. Um, did she have like a you know? I look. I've had like a twitching eye like this. I can do it only my right. Right. I can twitch like it's like hi. I've had that, or I've had sometimes that like flutter, and then you're like, I think I need a banana. It only has happened like a couple times. So, or they said no. It was mag. It was the glue of her mascara stuck. No way would that happen. That it'd be that stuck. Not that stuck. I no, don't think because no. I was thinking eyelashes first, but that looks pretty. And then they're like, "What if she got those magnetic lashes and did the magnetic at the bottom?" I don't believe that a professional makeup artist would do magnetic. That's magnetic lashes are are what people do that can't do their own lashes. Okay, and it's kind of I don't even know if anybody really does them anymore. So. um I think it was your lashes look really good. Thanks. By the way. No problem. I don't know what it was, or they're like, is she even a hologram? Like, <laughs> I don't even know what this means. It looks like. I mean, it definitely looks like she's malfunctioning in some yeah. way. Like, oh, they actually put that on here. But um, it, I, I mean, this one is. <laughs> now I'm going to be reading conspiracy theories, and I might believe them because. I don't think I've ever seen anything like like you said. I've had a little bit of a like oh or something. Yeah, like and I, a twitch. But yeah. she had to go open it herself twice, manually. Twice is twice. She like couldn't get up and shut, stayed shut, and opened it again. <laughs> well, what like maybe a mini stroke? I mean, which is not funny, obviously. Well, but like, and she continued with the show, right? So that wouldn't be her it. Her batteries are still working. <laughs> I don't know. 
No, yeah, I feel like I obviously have no uh, I medical mean, knowledge. This, so that's yeah. pro- I like to give advice to stars all the time. And someone said, God, you really give some good advice. I had some good advice for Lisa Renna of Real Housewives the other day. I had some advice for um, uh, James Corbin, which we'll get into. My advice for Katie is you've got to address it. Yeah. You've got to look normal. you got to do like a video and just be like, you guys. And, and just say it was even... Just whatever it was. It, listen, I if have you a weird were in thing. bed that night and your robot was doing the performance <laughs> and like you don't want the world to know that it was a robot, just do the eye thing like I did and go, look, this happens sometimes. I need some more potassium. And also I felt like I, we were using different lashes and it got a little stuck. Just say it. Yeah, she does need to address it because it's like a Twilight Zone. It is like a Twilight Zone. <laughs> like where you see like the the doll in the back, like she's like, you know, and then the, like the little doll is like, "It's my turn, Katie." <laughs> you know, like <laughs> the still is really creepy. Yeah, it is so Twilight Zone. Remember once this is not the same, but once when I was on the round table on Chelsea lately, yeah. and some they had, there was something had happened where like an eyelash got in my eye. During when you were on like, the round table, and Frangiola was next to me, and my eye was just like pouring water. And finally, I Chelsea, do, you were like, <laughs> finally, Chris was like, "The fuck is wrong with your eye?" And I was like, "I don't. I think my eyelash or something." I mean, and our makeup artist, I think it was, was yeah. horrified, obviously. But um, but I had to address it right away on the round table. Exactly. I'm just saying, As the big star that you are, yes. you had to be like, "I'm not a clone. I'm not. I'm not John Bonet. You could be John Bonet. I." Might be. Big blonde hair. Yeah, we don't know. Um, So, okay. So James Corden, you know everything that's going on with him. Yes. He finally took everyone's advice, uh, mine included, and on Monday night went and addressed it on his show. What did he say? He, um, in a nutshell, he basically, you know, said, look, I didn't say sorry in the beginning until my dad was like, you really have to say you're sorry because I didn't think I did anything wrong. Um, I went to the restaurant. Uh, back a few years ago, and there was a hair in my plate. And, you know, hey, I said, hey, there's a hair in the plate. They gave us drinks, whatever. Recently, I went back, and we had a discussion with the waiter that my wife is severely allergic to certain foods. The food came three different times, and the food was what she was allergic to. So we all know that she got this egg yolk omelet, which I thought was so weird. But I guess what he's saying is that she's allergic to egg whites, so if there's any egg white in the omelet, at this point, I'd be like, why don't you just kill eggs out of your diet? But whatever. Yes. Um, then that's what he's saying. So that's why then he goes, and then I did say something rude. I said I should go back. By the third time, he goes, I should just go back in the um, kitchen and cook it myself. However, I did not get up. I did not scream. But did I say a rude comment that was mean to a waiter? I was a waiter at one time. Yes. So I profusely apologize. I love Bath Lafar. You know, so that's this whole thing. And that's the story. But what now? Okay, so, but Balthazar, right? That's the new yes. restaurant. They said that he apologized, right? Like pretty quickly after they posted about it. And, and they said he- that was fine. But then since then, so he thought it was fine. Right. Since then, though, people, myself included, I talked about it on my show. Because he didn't say, he didn't do like a real apology to like, he should have put something on his show. Right, or so done they a, just said, done he apologized to them. And then people okay. found when he was a an asshole six years ago. There was a Reddit thread. Right. There was another one where he was an asshole screaming at someone, you know, all alleged. But witnesses came out that saw him be really rude on a plane uh, to his own wife and child. Like, 
things all so there were all these stories that came out and then from there he was like oh i guess i have to really address it address it but in addressing it he was like i still wasn't that bad like i still like but that the food was, comes wrong three times like i'm not going to be happy but that was the part with the restaurant that confused me was like they accepted this apology but then he went and was like no i didn't really apologize cuz i didn't really do anything wrong so did the restaurant say like well then you're rebanned no he said <laughs> He went and did a New York Times article, and they're like, we're so glad that you're still doing this article. He's like, why? I'm totally zen about it. It's like ridiculous. Who cares? And then people were like, oh, you are a dick. And then they talked about it all weekend long. So then finally by one Monday, he's like, I need to profusely apologize again. But you know, like in the writer's room, he was like, oh, motherfucker, like (laughs) – I, God, shut up. Like, I've brought so much publicity to Balthazar. Fine. Let me profusely apologize. I mean, he should have he should have done a Jimmy Kimmel and cried. He should have cried. He should have cried. And it, I will say, and I, I do understand if you're allergic to something and it comes wrong three times, it can be frustrating. But you have to remember that the lady bringing it to your table or the guy bringing it to your table or whatever didn't cook it. Right. So... Not that you should go back in this kitchen and scream either, right. but like it's already just a tough enough job, probably in New York at a trendy restaurant to deal with people and their attitudes. And yeah. so, so just maybe you just have to go, you know what? I'm just going to do a waffle today. I'm just going to have a waffle. You know how, Seems- like, you know how like certain restaurants <laughs> – I noticed first happening in Mexico a lot and like every Mexican restaurant before you even go past the hostess, she's like, okay, table for two. Any allergies? Yeah. Any yeah. allergies? Any allergies? And I'm like, I don't know if that's like a legal thing that they ask now so that if you do have like a cardiac arrest, like they you do said, do it a lot you in, said in you Mexico. Didn't have, you but didn't they, have allergies, but like. I feel like they do it here too in California. But they're starting to do it more now. Yeah. So, probably to avoid James Corden yeah. screaming at them. They're probably all. I just realized that waffles probably have eggs in it too. So maybe she can't have that either. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know. I think that probably people are going into Balthazar now asking for the James Corden freakout table. You know, yeah, it's and, probably- and I want the egg yolk omelet. I mean, it. Yeah, I kind of wonder why the guy wrote about it after like this amount of time. I know it kind of came out of nowhere because it didn't just happen again, right? It, he was referring. No, to- it did. It happened oh, October it happened. like eleventh or something. Oh, okay. I thought he was talking about more. And then it must have gotten to him, and, he's, and then he, yeah, the guy probably just hit him on the wrong day, and he's like, "Fuck this dick," but like. But it does help us. Like, I don't, if, it, if it wasn't intentional, it did help the. Because I feel like one of those places is still happening in hip, but it's one of those places that's been around for a while. Yeah. So it's not like the probably the hottest, hottest spot. And this gave it like a little bit of a. Well, cause, and resurgence. people want to go support it and be extra nice and be like, I went to Balthazar and I was super nice to the waitresses. I went to Balthazar. I had not only hair, I had a complete um, half of a ponytail. In my hair, uh, in my in my spaghetti, and I just pushed it aside. I ate it, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That was so delicious." Um, somebody left their ponytail in it, but I'm completely <laughs> fine with that. Like, not a problem. And tipped thirty percent. Yeah, and my son, who's allergic to cashews, he is in the ER. But we decided to finish our meal <laughs> and leave you a tip. <laughs> because I do not want anyone to say I complained. Yeah. I mean, it is tough in that situation to be famous and be wanting to say, like, hey, you got this wrong three times. I mean, there is a little bit of that. But also, I kind of feel like he's probably a little bit of a dick. You're not just real advice about you, Sarah. When we go eat and you're not happy, you do complain, but only to us. Right. 
you're like, oh, you're like, no, it's just like, you know, like this is not right. And then the lady comes over and you're like, hi. Um, can I? <laughs> That's true. I just take it yeah. out on my friend. We, like we're suffering. It's like, it's like driving in the car with Peter, like where he's just yelling at people on the road the whole time. I'm like, I don't know what that person's doing. Like, why am I? Suffering of it's, this person four cars ahead of us. I don't know. Imagine like, what it's like to be my husband. Imagine what it's like to be John. He deals with this on a daily basis. And he's going to be dealing with it a lot more now that he can't escape. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably going to end retire next week. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, yeah. So there you yeah. go. Guys, I'm absolutely loving my Thrive Cosmetics. I love their brilliant eye brightener. This is a cream to powder highlighter stick that I've been doing in the corner of my eyes and just under the arch of my brow. I love their liquid balm lip treatment. This is a leave-on leave lip serum treatment that really helps take off that dullness and dryness, dehydrated lips that you might be still having from summer or that you might have all the time. I know I do, and this has really helped. I also love their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. This is like their best-selling product, and it's ultra-lengthening, eye-opening mascara. It doesn't flake. It doesn't smudge. You are going to love it. But mostly, I love the cause in Thrive Cosmetics because cause is in the name for a reason. Every purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive. Also, it's certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which is important to me, and I know it's important to you, too. And right now, you guys, is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself because you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash juicy. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash juicy for 15% off your first order. Um, the girl that had the beer thrown yeah. on her, uh, I guess, got to do her stand-up, which is great, on um, Jimmy Kimmel Live. And, um, and you know, it's fine. I mean, I, that's what I predicted. Yeah, yeah, that's what I predicted. I thought she handled it great. Um, but I did also have a viral video doing stand-up in which I passed out and fell in the back of my head. You didn't and, go, um, and you didn't go on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Yet, yet, I have yet to do stand-up on late night. Like really, you've night. never done stand up. I've on done it like night? on. I think there was like a Nick at Night thing I did, and I, but never like an actual like Tonight Show, anything like that. No, I have never ever been asked. Never done it, and um, and I was hoping, you know. But then I thought, but then you know they'd been like, then they would have been like, what do you think caused you to fall on your head? And then that becomes a big controversial situation. So then, when's your next show? Like, <laughs> I will My come. next show is a live Juicy Scoop. So it's like, I guess, um, in Texas, I guess if you can hire someone to chuck something at me in Houston. Well, I have a lot of miles. I can fly myself. And because I want to make sure you don't get hurt in the process. Okay. I'll put on a good wig so yeah. nobody will know it's me. I'll change my walk. Right. Um, and I'll walk up and I'll throw a martini in your face. Fresh, a little classier than a beer. With I an like olives it. in it, though, so, and a toothpick. So it's like, oh, that was dangerous. And you also, I hate olives. So it's yeah. like an allergic, but I'm not really allergic. I just don't like it. But it's like, just she say hated you're allergic. Olives. Yeah. Yeah. Allergic to olive, a lot, olive juice. There was a toothpick yeah. in it. It was very dangerous. And then uh, just wait for the calls to come in. Do you imagine if we did that whole thing, but then like Annie's phone wasn't working and she didn't record it? <laughs> <laughs> Someone would in the audience. Someone okay, would catch good, it, good. I think. The Hopefully. club would have cameras or some, or the theater yeah, or whatever yeah. would have cameras. 
Yeah. I feel like we've all had, and this is no, th- this is awful. Like nobody should be throwing. No, I saw I, the and video. I'm, and I'm and, happy for her. Yeah, I think yeah. it's great. Um, yeah. That sh- and that and that they reached out and were like, you get to, you know, we want to have. Well, you I think come. she reached out to them, which was smart. Oh, and she handled it well, yeah. though. Yeah. She handled it well on stage too. Um, but people are kind of awful in the audiences sometimes. I mean, I feel like if if they could have if if we could have reached out to talk shows in the past. Yeah. On our Chelsea Lately days with rowdy drunk crowds. Right. You know? And I mean, still, there's still rowdy drunk crowds everywhere you go. But um, I can't, I don't think I had a beer can thrown at me, but I'm just going to. What's the worst thing? A knife. No, <laughs> not really. <laughs> um, I don't think anyone's ever thrown anything at me. But I did yeah. have a girl um, stand up and punch a bouncer. In the middle of my set. Like, she was in the front row. I mean, obviously... Why? Because they were trying to get her to leave? Yeah, because she was wasted and she wouldn't stop screaming during the show. And so... And she, you know, doing the thing where they think that they're having a one-on-one conversation with you during the whole show. And it was very disruptive. It was in Florida at the Hard Rock um, Casino. And then... So the bouncer tries to go over and just say, like, okay, you gotta go, right? Like, this is disruptive. She stands up and punches him in the face. Did he get her? Like, did she do a good job? She punched him pretty hard, but then and then he didn't know what to do because he did, he's this big bouncer guy that even though he just got punched in the face, he doesn't want to, yeah, you know, manhandle yeah. her. And so he just they like had to get her out of there. So it became even more of a scene. And I had five minutes left in my set. I was about to get off stage, and I just had to keep going after that because I was like, we're not ending on, on this, this note. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So where's my? Did you ever hear from her? No. The few women that have gotten thrown out of my shows, asked to leave, whatever, um, because they were so drunk or – I've gotten some emails of just such apologies, like just horrified or my I'm so embarrassed for my friend or the fr- – we were so excited. And I'm like, look, I know. You know, you've been breastfeeding for five years straight for three kids. This was your first night out. You started drinking at four when you got your hair blown out. You came to the late show. You it forgot happens. to eat dinner. Yeah. It, it, fuck it, it happens. It does. But I it had, is annoying. I've yeah. only had one apology and it was um it was in Philadelphia and these girls were just they were again, they were just, you know, they're ruining it for everyone. Everyone yeah. was complaining, asking them to leave. So finally the club got them out of there and this woman wrote me this really scathing Facebook message calling me the C word for getting her thrown out and all this stuff. But she wrote it at like two o'clock in the morning. And then the next day at like noon, <laughs> oh my god! I got a very, very apologetic. I can't believe I even wrote that to you. I can't believe you know I was horrible, and obviously I was still drunk when I wrote the first thing. I mean, it was it was a real roller coaster from because I woke up, got you know both e- both messages basically at the same time. I went from getting called the c word to like. Did you write her back? Uh, no. Imagine if you wrote her back. <laughs> And you didn't hear back for 28 days. And she's like, just got out of rehab. Like, <laughs> you were the reason I got sober because I like, I, that was the rock bottom. Yeah. Yeah. It was almost like getting, yeah, uh, like drunk texts from an ex or something yeah. is what it felt like. So oh. I don't think I ended up writing her back because I, I felt like I had been through enough. Well, good for her. Yeah. Okay. I have to follow up on a story I told on Tuesday. Okay. Okay. This is a TikTok girl that, that worked this all out. I told this story on Tuesday that was going around in the internet and TikTok that Kylie Jenner's baby daddy boyfriend, Travis Scott, 
supposedly there's this girl named Young Sweet Roe who has been in and out of his life and with him for supposedly 10 years. Okay. And she came forward and then he was like, what do you do? Who is this? He wrote something like, there's people on the internet saying something that I'm with this girl and it's not true or something. And everyone's like, no, it is true. Look at all these, all this evidence that this girl has shared throughout the years. When he's skiing, she's skiing. When he's at a casino, she's at the same casino. And all these people that followed it. So this girl on TikTok, um, I just saw it yesterday that it appears that this girl, Young Sweet Road, did make it all up. Oh, really? She did make it all up. And these, this one photo of her with this guy from 2013 that looks from the side just like Travis Scott to say I've been seeing him on and off for almost 10 years. The sleuths realized, well, in 2013, Travis Scott already had his neck tattoo and this guy doesn't. So then they found this other guy that kind of is in her circle and they're like, this is the guy. It was never Travis Scott. And then how did she get to Kanye's Sunday services if Travis Scott didn't invite her? And this guy comes forward and goes, I invited her. Oh and God. I was dating. And then I was the one skiing with her, not Travis Scott. And so would she go to these places that she knew Travis Scott was there so that she could pretend that she was? Well, he was at this one casino and he posted. And then she posted where you would see the same rug and everything at her at a uh, slot machine. So that's where people are like, oh, my God, she's there the same weekend he is. The sleuths realized that she was at that casino, but in two years prior. And she just, re- like, resurfaced the photo. I mean, that's psychotic. And then she would do photos that look like she took the photo of him, but it was, like, some weird editing thing where you take a photo, but you make it look like you took the photo. I don't even know. It was crazy. That but is- it's, it appears not to be true and that... Travis Scott was telling the truth, and this chick's a liar. I mean, that's real. First of all, it's psychotic, especially if she was she's been doing it for ten years, or she was saying they were together for ten years, or how long has she been? Like, she was posting putting photos? out this info in a like a co like in a COVID way, not COVID. In a how do you call it? Um, like in a covert, covert in a yeah. covert way, knowing that <laughs> COVID way, knowing knowing that these super fans of. Kylie and Travis Scott and everything. Right. Would probably pick up on it. Right. And is she a rapper too? Um, No, she's just like a pretty girl, model, whatever. And so anyway, I talked a lot about it because I I thought it was true. And I thought, so what? So, you know, they're they're not in a fully monogamous relationship. Who cares? She's obviously fine with it. Like I've talked about it like that. Yeah. And they still might not be in a fully monogamous relationship because Kylie has said that in an interview. But like... But I feel uh, it's crazy. The the lie is, is kind of crazy. Well, and to be able to like to to do that much work to try to make people believe it, yeah. hoping that the is is psychotic. Right, it would actually creep me out a lot if I was either Kylie or Travis. So this is Chain Don's story. He's the one that that then joins in and is like, "I was with her. This isn't true. I took her to the Sunday s- service at Coachella." Um, also, Kim Kardashian. Went to the Polo Lounge mm-hmm. to have uh, dinner with Ivanka Trump. Obviously, they didn't want to be seen. That's where you go when you don't want to be seen. Right. The Beverly Hills Polo Lounge. Yeah. Yeah. They were obviously trying to fly under the radar. Keep it on the DL. Yeah. They just wanted to have a girl-to-girl, like, juicy scoop talk. Have a quick, maybe, nightcap at Craig's afterwards yeah. where no one would see them. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, so 
I don't know what they're doing here. Um, they might be friendly. I mean, I think they were friendly before because Ivanka's husband is a investor in Skims. And, of course, oh. when she was first uh, working to, um, you know, get certain prisoners out of jail for, you know, crimes that they shouldn't have been there that long for and all that, she worked with Donald Trump on that. So – and then, of course, with everything that's been going on with, with Kanye and his anti-Semitic remarks. But I, I think she's just trying to show that, like, I mean, they might actually really have a friendship. But obviously, she wanted people to know they went out. Otherwise, you just go come up to my hotel room and we'll get room service. You right. Know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I And then and I had read that they had also had dinner or something before, like a couple years ago. Yeah. I mean, they probably like are that. kind of friendly. But OK. So there was that. And then, um, okay, now this is juicy. Now, this is another crazy story about this girl. It's another, like, weird TikTok story. There's this girl. This is why TikTok is kind of awesome. <laughs> I know. There's this girl, Ava Louise, who I, st- I went on her page after this. She's, like, 660,000 followers, whatever. And she's kind of funny, and she's, like, really kind of honest about all her plastic surgery. So she's, like, you know, shows her nose job, and it was, like, this was – you know, Kylie's face was my inspiration to get my plastic surgery. And she kind of has like some funny stuff. Um, like this boy really pissed me off. So I threw a frozen turkey on his car. And to this day, my mom has no idea where that turkey went that Thanksgiving. And like, she's just kind of weird. Anyway, she's like, you know, got the, the lips in the face and she's pretty attractive now. So she tells the story of how Black China and she um, were DMing and, and said, let's do an OnlyFans collab. She says, I went to Black China's house, which is right up the street from here, and it's gated. And I got there at 4 a.m., and Black China was so weird, and she made me go in the bathroom with her, and she was trying on clothes in front of me. I She made me sit in the bathroom when she took a dump. Um, and then she was like, drank a whole thing of tequila. And then she said, um, you can't leave until after Dream wakes up and leaves at 9.45. Then I'm going to really go hard on your ass at 10. And this whole weird story. And she shares go this. Go hard wh- on your ass, like, what is, in I, what way? We don't know. Oh, okay. It was, like, so weird. So then, and then she shows one, the only proof she has from the house is that she has a piece of, she took a photo that was in Black China's house, supposedly saying, this is not a hotel. Clean up after yourself. Don't leave towels on the floor. You know, one of these little things. Um, do not light candles ever. Uh, you know, clean up after yourself, including smoking and ashes. Ask China in advance before bringing people to the house. Ask to do live, um, you know, if you're going to go via social media live, make sure you ask before you do it. So that was the only proof that she was maybe there. So then Which she could have gotten from somewhere else, of course. We, maybe. Right, right. So then Black China's legal team, according to TMZ, is taking aim at the credibility, and they say it's part of a pattern of menacing, outrageous contest, conduct to increase Ava's social media platform. And um, she also had previously, this Ava girl, admitted to doing false rumors about Kanye West and also hooking up with YouTube beauty guru Jeffree Star. So she just kind of goes on TikTok and, like, tells these crazy stories. Okay. So Black China did send a cease and desist to her. But she has also lied and said, oh, I've received cease and desist from Kris Jenner. And Kris Jenner, people said, no, she's never sent you a cease and desist. Like, it's very much making up stories 
for clout chase. Like this is the epitome this of clout chase. This is what she chase. does, yeah. yeah. But other people say her story about Black China seems to be true based on what other people have said. That such that, but that I saw in there also it said that she said she was trying to sex traffic her. Yeah, she. But then she never tells the end of the story. So she was like, she wouldn't let me leave because the gates of the, the house were shut. And said I had to stay there at a certain point. I don't even know how the story ends. But no, she wasn't ever sex trafficked. But she says that maybe maybe the end of the story is that she got away. But Nothing good ever happens by starting at someone's house at 4 a.m. No. Like the fact that she started there at 4 a.m. <laughs> is already, you know, if she really did go, you're already like, couldn't we just meet at 7? Yeah. Yeah. Or could we, yeah, like, let's meet, a, your, yeah, let's meet at 11. Like, let's do a whole OnlyFans in the day. I don't know. But I was telling Annie, I go, you know, I'm watching all these TikTok videos and stuff. And I think that it, it, it's so believable with details. You could lie so easily. And so then I just made up a lie about something. And she was like, I totally believe it. Like, just give me. Give me a celebrity and a scenario. I want to make up a, a lie and see how believable it sounds. Okay. Um, uh, oh, George Clooney. Okay. And um, uh, the Polo Lounge. Okay. All right. Story time. Um, the year was 2006. Mm-hmm. I remember this because my kids, my kids at the time were spending the summer with my mother-in-law in San Diego. So I was free to go out. So my friend flaked and I was so upset. And I'm like, I'm just going to get a drink at the Polo Lounge anyway. And it was a Wednesday in uh, June. And I went in there and George Clooney was there. And I was like, my heart was kind of fluttering. And I, and so I went up to the bar to order my drink versus sitting down because I wanted to like, just get a good look at him. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going to have a Cosmo. That was like a really popular drink at the time. <laughs> and he made a little comment like, oh, that's what all the pretty girls are drinking. And I'm like, oh, my God, stop it. And we um, start, you know, I start drinking and we start talking. And he was there to just meet. He's like, I don't live here, but I have some meetings. And obviously, I'm like, OK, I know who you are. I watched Facts of Life, which then we laughed about because <laughs> obviously he wasn't famous for that. Anyway, he was like so funny and nice. And um and then this other guy comes up and is clearly gay. And we, st- we, like, he's like, hey, bitch, where'd you get those shoes? And we start talking. And then he starts talking to George. And then George is like, I'm staying here. Why don't you guys come up and have drinks upstairs? So I'm like, I don't care that I'm married. Like, I'm not going to fuck him, but this story is so good. So we go upstairs and I start getting really drunk. And this is like, Uber doesn't exist yet. And I'm like, I have to get home. So I, like, having a couple Diet Cokes from the mini fridge. And at this point, George and the other guy are just like in a bedroom. And I'm like, I'm going to leave. And I forgot that I gave that guy my phone number, the gay guy. And the next day he's like, bitch, I'm still in George's bed. I know that you can't respond and, on TikTok verbally. So I'm sorry, but you're going to have to watch. So you're going to have to uh, like for part two. <laughs> I mean, you're, first of all, that was a good story. But I mean, now I actually, now I'm gonna, I'm gonna spread that rumor tomorrow. Um, but like, no, but you're right. I mean, it is kind yeah. of dangerous that people can just like, and you say it so compelling, and it's like, well, why would I lie about this? And it was this year, and like, you know, you give all those details and right. Like the Adam Levine thing, although that's the. I, By the I mean, way, that, that is was, all a lie made up. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. don't come after me, Amal. <laughs> um, but it is crazy, and yeah. it's and and there's no, 
if you just put together, you can just put together a year, even if you like you could go on online and find out that George Clooney did, in fact, stay at the Polo Lounge in 2006 and then create your story off of that. Oh, we're just giving people now we're giving, now people, we're giving ideas. people ideas. Yeah. Leave yeah, George right. Clooney alone. He doesn't you're need right. because it's true. Like everything you write, you just like, yeah. Type up Us Weekly 2006, George Clooney, Beverly Hills, yeah. and I'm sure there's some article about him being there that you now can collect the dates and create some whole weird story. Right. We are giving people ideas. Yeah. Don't do it, kids. Don't yeah. try this at home. That's the, that's what supposedly happened with the Richard Gere um, gerbil? gerbil story. That was just it? ran like wildfire. And for those that don't know, I remember where I was when I first heard it. My friend goes, my dad's a doctor. This is how it started. Okay. My dad's a doctor, and he just told me that um, Richard Gere was brought into the hospital because a gerbil got stuck up his asshole. And it went crazy, and this is before, like, internet or anything. This was, like, 1994 or something. And in the end, from what I recall, it was, like, two guys started the rumor after they felt that they were um, blown off by Richard Gere and Cindy Crawford at a restaurant, and That's, they just started it. They were like, "This will be." They were the and, original and TikTokers, and it did. I know. And if they had TikTok, imagine it now. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the joke that went around after that? No. What was it? Why can't gerbils drive? Why? Because they can't get out of gear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I remember that. And I'm kind of sorry he, that I do. I remember Richard Gere then once addressed it. In an interview, and he Did goes, he, really? he got, he said something like, "Yeah, I guess people think I have sex with chickens." Like he changed the animal, and I'm like, "Why don't you just say the gerbil?" Yeah, because it, now you're confusing us. Now we're like, "Is there another story about a chicken?" Like, whatever. Like, how do you get a chicken in your asshole? Yeah, <laughs> That's a pig. Yeah, um, yeah. So anyway, there you go with that. Uh, I, okay, Adidas did drop. Easy. Now he's no longer a billionaire, mm-hmm. but then he said, "I never was making him any money off that deal anyway." Who knows? I mean, he did. I thought he said that he was making a bunch of money off of them and that they couldn't basically couldn't drop him. But obviously, that's when they were like, finally, they did. But yeah, so that makes him no longer a billionaire is what they're claiming. I guess it was a three hundred million dollar deal. So now without that, he's no longer in the billionaire numbers Got or whatever. Um, I think he'll be okay. Yeah. Um, I mean. But but I mean, what I think will happen is all these people dumped him and he'll just start his own thing. Yeah. Well, I, like and I he, know won't, s- he won't have these collabs, but he'll like take a breather and then he'll come up with more stuff later and, and enough people will still buy it. Yeah. Unfortunately, he still has people that would buy, <clears throat> buy yeah. it. But um, the, and he, he has a – I didn't really realize what it was, but his sports company – yeah, it's like I think it's not sports management, but maybe it manages athletes for other things. But people have started leaving that too. Oh, okay, he, like two, a couple of big name athletes yesterday. Of course, that I can't remember their names because John I'm, Ryan. Yeah, John Ryan and um <laughs> and and me, <laughs> we were we were his top power couple. Um, and right above we're out. Giselle and Tom. Yeah, I wanted to save the breaking news for you, but we left. Oh, okay, um, good for you. Yeah, yeah, good for you. Not putting up with that. Um. Apparently, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson have remained in contact. Um, This is a funny story. Okay, so I got a DM from a Juicy Scooper that said, Fellow Valley Girl, you mentioned Bo Derek on the pod. I live on a long street in Woodland Hills. So my dad never wanted to go with us trick-or-treating on Halloween. One Halloween in the late 1970s, a friend called him, and suddenly he wants to go with us 
with us and drags us to a house in our neighborhood. And Bo Derek is there passing out autograph pics of her from the movie 10, full nips, braided hair, all of us kids waited in line for the pics with our with all of the dads and received no candy. <laughs> First of all, so like, that's I, amazing. It's the greatest story. So it's like, they're like, Dad, what's your trick-or-treating? He's like, no. And then some other dad calls him and is like, fucking get down to the cul-de-sac. Like Bo Derek's down here handing out photos. Signed like, like a photo of this. From 1979 of her. Because we talked about how she's still dating the actor uh, John Corbett, who plays Aiden. Or they're married or whatever. Oh, They've really? They've been together forever, yeah. Well, they, don't you think she should have handed out a candy bar <laughs> for the kid? Like, it said no candy. I, I feel like if you're going to be handing that out for Halloween, which is great. Like, people, you're super famous. Everyone's going to yeah. be excited to get your photo. But there's going to be some kid being like, I don't give a shit about that photo. Where's my candy bar? I think she lived in the neighborhood. And I think she never bought any candy and people were knocking on the door and she was like, you know what? I have this and like gave it to one dad or one dad was like, oh my God, I'm such a fan. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I don't have any candy. And she goes, well, let me sign something for you. Then that dad told the other dads and and then then everybody was going because I remember there'd be, there would be those houses that you go to where the people forgot to get candy and then you, they would just get, give you like a little bit of money or like a pen like, you remember there'd be like, yeah. There were, now people would just like shut the door and like be like, whatever, I didn't get you, I didn't participate. Like, I can't not give like the proper candy, but. I want you to hand out Juicy Scoop, like something with Juicy Scoop on it to just ki- to kids. Yeah, the straws. Yeah, yeah. Or not mugs. That's like a lot of work, but just something small uh, this Halloween. Hand out like a straw to a kid and just look at the disappointment in their eyes when they realize that it's not edible. Right, it's a pink straw, and you can put it in the dishwasher. It's a juicy scoop straw, and they'll be like, "Oh, is it candy?" No, that that you know what, guys, you could be the talk of the neighborhood if you do something a little off like that. I think it's kind of genius. I remember, um, I, I saw something recently. I thought this was so cute, and there was a kid. Um, this girl's tell a story, probably on TikTok, that um, her boyfriend went to go get something more candy. And he, and he texted her and he's like, there's a kid coming up the street and he's dressed as one of the Thomas Train characters, but he's not Thomas. He's like Henry. And he's crying to his dad that nobody knows that he's Henry. So then when he came to the door of the girl and the girlfriend opened the door, she's like, oh, my God, you're Henry. And it like made him so happy. Oh. And I just think that's so cute. Yeah, that's nice. Isn't that cute? Okay. Um Okay, so this, again, is going viral. Someone pulled a clip from, I don't know, maybe eight years ago on Wendy Williams that Neil Patrick Harris was on the show. And at this point, he's married to his husband and everything. And he's talking to Wendy Williams. And she's like, do you have a crush? And he goes, well, my husband knows who my crush is. And it's Joe Jonas. And he had been for a really long time. Um, But it really wasn't appropriate to say that he was my crush up until – just recently, now that he's over 18. Nick Jonas, or jo- was it Nick? You, I don't think it really matters. Yes, oh, it doesn't Nick matter. Jonas. I know. The, I point, the yeah. point of it is that people were like, oh my God, you know, and then other people were like, look, he didn't say anything wrong, but he basically said at the time he was 42, and at the time Nick Jonas was 22. And he's like, for many years, I've been. So basically, he was saying tr- when I was 30. and No, when. No, because they wouldn't have been around. It was like, oh. no, when I was 40 and these kids were 16, I was hot for him. Oh. That's what he's saying. 
But he said eight years ago on Wendy Williams? I don't know how many years ago. Just well, a little while ago. When he was 42, now he's like 50. So, uh, yeah. I know. I'm just always like, why uh, Why do people wait eight years to get mad about shit? Anymore? Just because somebody comes across it or someone remembers it and looks it up and is right. like, this would make a great video. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, not the greatest comment to make. Look, it's probably true. He was probably attracted to a singing 17-year-old boy. Right. He's he probably, probably like, was. He's, he's a gay like, guy. He probably was. He shouldn't have said it on the show. He didn't think about it. Everyone thought it would be cute. Right. Well, I mean, that's like if a woman being like, oh, my God, Justin Bieber was, you know, I used to think he was hot. And then you put the eight years together and you're like, oh, I thought that I was, mean, there we, was a little. Yeah. I mean, I never did, just to be clear. Uh, <laughs> you don't remember what we did with Justin Bieber? Well, wait, what? <laughs> was it at the polo lounge? <laughs> No, we did a bit I, I with like, him. I like to say it now, get ahead of it, so it's not a disgusting TikTok <laughs> that I, it's going to come on my For You page. I've said it on the show before. I'll say it again. We did a sketch with Justin Bieber. It was you, Jen, and me dressed up like old sluts, and we were like kept flirting with him and kept coming by his room and stuff, and they filmed it, and it was fucking like- How old was he? Oh, definitely not 18. Like oh. 15. Like he still had the floppy hair. Right. Oh, no. Yeah. I remember doing a sketch with him, but I did not remember what it was. And yeah. I, I probably blocked that out. So, well. But we didn't think, none of us said, you know what? And I, like, it didn't occur to us to be like, you know what? I know he's a boy and I know we're women and I know we're not actually doing something with him, but this is gross. Now you do. Right. I know. Now because you do. I think in but, my like, head. We all thought it was like funny because he's a heartthrob and. We just were always coming up with dumb ideas, and we literally would come up with them and then film an hour later. So there wasn't a lot of long train of thought. No, no, no. And to be fair, in my mind, I think, like, that stuff you're always thinking, like, oh, we're just, like, old, like, dumb fan. Like, we're being, you know, he's young, and it's, like, pathetic that we're, like, hey, Bieber, sing a song or whatever. Like, something like that. And maybe that's what Neil Patrick Harris was, like, not thinking when he said it. And he's, like, I I I didn't see exactly what he said. It was, like, he was sitting. It was this other, like... The um, artist green room that was like around the corner of the old studio. And I remember. We were, I'm like, so glad I don't have a good memory. Like opening up a door <laughs> and being like, Justin. And then like we were like fighting with each other to like get attention from him. And I think I wore like a red dress. Anyway. Well, sorry, Haley. That'll come up. Sorry, yeah, Haley. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, Matthew Perry has his book out. Do you, was the girl okay? He's talking about I wanted a date with um, Cameron Diaz. All these stuff was coming out of the book. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? Page six. The guy would like to sell some books. Yeah. Maybe you don't do four articles a day telling us about anything of any interest in his book. Right. Because now like, you're not going to have to read. Now no one's going to buy it. This yeah. is not that good of a story. But he went on a date with um, Cameron Diaz. He says she got so stoned, and then they went to someone's house. They were playing Pictionary. And she meant to hit him on the shoulder, but she accidentally, like, punched – like, hit his face pretty hard. Not that great of a story. But when I was watching it, I was remembering – remember there was the girl at Chelsea Lately that worked um, – I think she was, like, a Chelsea assistant or something. And she was, like, secretly dating Matthew Perry. Do you remember that? Or she told us that? No. Is this when we were doing the Justin Bieber sketch? <laughs> this is this was the one that we believed was going to the bathroom and not flushing. Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. And, okay, and she was like seeing Matthew Perry. Like right. she totally said that. 
Right. Now I do remember and that. And anyway, that was what inspired the storyline of our After Lately about who is this person that's not – is taking a dump and not flushing right. the women's bathroom. But we didn't have any evidence that she was dating Matthew Perry. Like, no, just, she, she just, just told she was us. Just, yeah. And she was attractive and she told us. Yeah. And we still don't really have evidence that she was the no- – the one that was not flushing, the mm-hmm. evidence was there was a sticky in the toilet right. with a um, airline information for Chelsea. Right. And she was like, like she, she would have been the one writing it. Or she it was down. going to book yeah. yeah. And it fell out of her pocket when she went and left. And then, it. yeah. And yeah. then didn't. Uh, um, but anyway, Matthew, I'd like to hear about that. I hope that there's a chapter about that girl. I know. Well, I hope but there's what if a that's chapter how we find out about how he dated a girl who didn't flush. <gasps> oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> All these years later we'd finally have real closure. Cuz we never knew. No. And you know what? If it's in, if he if anyone's going to tell that story it would be Matthew Perry. He would be like, "I dated this girl for a while. Yeah. I can't even remember her name, but I do remember that she never flushed the toilet when she came over." I mean, that's juicier than Cameron Diaz getting high and accidentally hitting you in your face while you play Pictionary. I know. If that's his, if that's the best story in his book, then I mean, page six has to do a you know better job of helping him promote it because right. that's nobody. He also said he dated Julia Roberts, and the whole time he was like, you know, couldn't enjoy himself because he's like, when is she going to break up with me? I certainly don't deserve this girl. Oh, which I kind of agree with, but whatever. I was watching The Holiday yeah. the other day at night. Oh yeah, yeah, with Cameron Diaz. Yeah, because yeah, I do. That's a nice movie, and it always yeah. comes on this time of year. And I, it's like <laughs> kind of crazy how she just retired. Sort Cameron? Of, yeah. Like, Wasn't John kind of she... said she retired in her prime, basically, and then, like, but really did. Like, you don't see her. Okay, she married one of those twins. Right. And the other twin married Nicole Richie, right? Um, Can you look up those twins that they married? She, he's and then a did musician. She, and then right. did she finally have a kid? Yes, I believe so. I, I said yes. I feel like I now she, sure. I, bet, I bet, prediction, Netflix series of some sort. Something like a streaming, maybe not Netflix, Apple, Hulu, whatever. She's gonna. She's probably already working on something. I feel like she's gonna want to come back. back. She's gonna come back with something really good, like an eight-part series. Okay, I could see that because yeah. it is kind of crazy. I mean, she was in a, a ton of but stuff. But she and was then... comedy, so Benji and Joel Madden. Yeah. yeah, Benji and Joel Madden. Yeah. And how old is their kid? Um. Anyway. She was so, the, something about Mary, funniest movie ever. I know, I know. And she, I mean, it's just, she was, I think she just was like, I'm over it. I'm yeah. done with this. And they wanted to have a kid and get married. And True. also, the oh, offers could have driven, like, started to dry up. And like, she just kind of was like, don't bother calling me. Or like, I don't even know if she really broke ties or did she really actually retire? Or was she just like, it's fine. I'm According not to John, she like retired. Um, John Ryan. John Ryan, my yeah. husband. Yeah, sorry. I should, yeah, he told me the other. Day, I didn't even know. I was. He, he was like. I was like. Oh, you don't really see her anything anymore. And he was. And he said, "Well, she retired from acting. Like she was just. She just. She announced it. Like she was done. I don't want to be. Anything I don't know anymore. if she. Can you look it up? Did she really announce it? That's what I'm thinking. I'm just thinking. The calls kind of start start to get less and less, and then you have like a moment where you're like, listen. Still represent me, but like I'm not gonna get on your ass that I'm not getting movie roles. Like I'm fine. I don't want to. Something s- comes up, let me know. But I'm fine. Like just staying here in my home and not like 
I don't want to start doing a bunch of shittier movies. I'd rather just stay at this level. So if, unless something comes at this level, don't bother calling me. Right. Like, yeah. if you get some good offer for me, that's something I should definitely do. Yeah, like something exciting with like a cute, you know, great writer or whatever. Let me know. But otherwise, I'm like, fine. I bet you're right about that. I want to say coming. the last thing she did was that other woman. She yes. decided to stop making movies. See? Really focus on her personal life. See? She officially retired. Oh, so she had the baby late because she's 50 now. But anyway, well, maybe she won't come around anytime soon if the baby's only two. Um, okay, Sister Wives, you know the story of Sister Wives, yes. right? I need to tell you something, and I know sometimes people don't like to hear dreams, but I had a dream very sexual after not about Sister that Wives. Oh, okay, not about that guy, the creepy one. Yes. No. Yes. What is name? What's his name? Not Cody. Jason. Co- no. Oh, I'm sorry. I was I was thinking. Yes, Cody. Go ahead. I was I was mixing it up with the other show. Okay. I woke up I in the middle of the night and I like watched a little of it, but I still couldn't finish the episode. And then I fell back asleep. Like woke up at like three thirty. The fell back asleep at like six thirty. And like I said, dreams suck. But I just have to tell you this. So, Cody, I was. I was married. I, oh, I was I almost, in the can family. Can I leave the room while you tell the story? I was married with the with the all. I was in it, and Cody came with his like curls, and he came around behind me, and he's like, and all the other wives are there and stuff, and there's a lot of kids around, and he like whispers like around like whispers in my ear, and he's like, you know, you're the favorite. You know, all the kids like you the most, and I was like, oh, and then he goes over to my house, and then it got kind of sexual. Like kind of sexual. Like I, I, I was woke up and was like, I can't believe that I like got aroused by Cody. Like it's bad. And then, but what I realized from that dream is that I've cracked the code of Cody and how he's controlled all these women all these years and why they're not being controlled now that they're like. I think the whole time he would say stuff like that. I think he'd be like, "You're such a better cook than Janelle." And oh my god, make them think they were the favorite. Yeah, it's like oh yeah. my god, all the ki- you just have a way with all the kids that you know that uh, Christine just doesn't. And I think you'd be like you, um, you just make me laugh. Or oh my god, when we're together like intimately and so. And I think that's what made them like yeah. stay in it and like want to try hard to please him because I think he did that. I could see that. I could because it never made sense to me that anyone would would want to marry him, let alone four women. Yeah. Um but and because he as a gave sister me- wife for that one dream, I was like <laughs> loved the attention. And I was like, You're right. And I was and the other women just they accepted that I was the favorite. Was Peter there when you woke up? No, but in the dream Peter was there and I go, So wait, Peter have I been having sex with someone other than you this whole time that I've been like living in this Utah? And he was like, I don't know. I don't care. (laughs) That was the dream. (laughs) I like that Peter remains. Speaking of a new show on TLC, I'm pretty excited about. It's called I am Shauna Ray. It has not started. She's 22. She had this rare disease that stopped her growth. So she's very attractive, but she's only 310 and she's 22. Oh, my gosh. But she doesn't look like a dwarf she or a little person. She just looks like a third grader. Mm-hmm. So she's going to on – they're going to show her dating and everything else. So basically her – her everything stopped at a certain age. Mm-hmm. 
instead yeah. of being like so not and it will never age. I don't know if it'll never age, but like she has like eye makeup on and stuff and she just basically looks like a toddler tiara person that used to wear eye makeup. You know, like she looks like an, an eight-year-old still. It's hard. That's a hard one. To, I mean, I'm going to totally watch the show, but that would be so hard because how, when you start dating. Yeah. I mean, you got to date, you know, if she wants to, how old is she now? 22? Yeah. So she wants to date a 22-year-old, but then if he, you can't, what, are you, you going to go out to dinner with him? Because people are going to, I mean, the cops are going to come. Exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. Like gonna, you can't. So they set her up in one of the previews. They set her up with this other guy that suffers from the disease. But okay. so he's kind of short too. And he was a security guard, but I don't think there was a romance. And I'm like, look, you're a 22 year old who looks eight. He looks I'm sure there's a lot of guys. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, sadly, there's probably a lot of guys that um, want to date you, but they just don't want to take you out. Yeah, they can't take you out. And, I mean, and also since it's a, it says a rare form of brain cancer, so that means brain cancer oh, does. Yeah. Oh. No, no, no. But the treatment allowed for remission. But oh, the but the result is a side this, oh, effect. Oh, okay. So whatever the treatment was, no one predicted she'd stop growing. Right. But yeah. so if there's only if it's rare, there's obviously not a common thing. So if it's rare, your dating pool is pretty small. Like you can't go on Tinder and also be like, you right, know, filter right. it to people with that same thing because there's just going to be like one person and they're not going to be nearby. So you, I don't know if she didn't hit it off with the security guard that it didn't that has the same condition. Yeah, it's like. Maybe you just have to. But it's kind of it, it, it is a genius idea for TLC because they like in the previews in the trailer, like she still like she still is a bitchy twenty two year old girl. Yeah. So like she's like turning around and like going shut the fuck up like to her friends and stuff. But yeah. it like looks like an eight year old saying right. That. So it's like kind of. I mean that I'll be fascinated to watch this show, but that's crazy and also obviously terrible that she's yeah. like, but um, she's. She's she's out here. Yeah, she's doing she's it. Doing it. Um, speaking of which, this uh, couple's gone viral. She is uh, her husband is six five, but she's only four ten, and um, so it's like they they call it a mixed. What do they call themselves? A mixed height couple, and um, talking about like what that's like too. I always th- I thought it was interesting when someone's that tall with a tiny girlfriend, right? Because it's like, I feel like tall women are just like, want to scream like, stick to your own kind. (laughs) Like, say, I mean, if you're tiny, you have the world at your fingertips to date. And then you still take a big, tall one. I mean, I don't know what to do. Yeah, well, one of the big, tall ones or big, tall women are like, well, I don't want to date a a guy that's a bunch shorter than me. And so I want to date a guy that's tall. Yeah. Yeah, you went and took him. Yeah, but I always, but anyway, I think that's cute. So they... They're like, whatever, they're happy. They made it work. This is kind of interesting. So this girl is uh, Christina, and she was on Flip or Flop with her husband. Oh, yeah. Then they got divorced, and he remarried Heather Ray from Selling Sunset, and she got married to this other guy and had a little boy named Hudson. And then they got divorced. Um, She had aunt. Aunt, that's her ex. He is now dating Renee Zellweger. Oh, not Ant the Comedian. No, Ant Ant <laughs> Anstead. But he is very – he's a difficult person to co-parent with because he does not want the little boy being featured at all in her, you know, remodeling, decorating shows. Oh, okay. And he um, – so anyway, so it, it, 
there's a so he posts this article about how the psychiatrist says kids on reality shows how it could have devastating effects on them lifelong and everything and then she reposted like this is what are you doing this is less work than if uh they were actually like on a sitcom and he only the baby you know the child's only with me for one hour a day filming like why are you trying to say this and it's always been something i've talked about like but i've also talked about like the fact that um any kind of show, reality or regular show, there are the rules of how much the kid can work. Yeah. But except on TikTok and YouTube, parents can just film their kid 24-7. Exactly. And never tell them that they – and tell them, no, you have to do this. Well, and this is like – so she does a renovation shows, right? Yeah. So that's a reality show, but it's not as if she's on a Housewives feature. Right. You know, something like that where I could – see the right. parent that has nothing to do with that it's like i don't really want her in all this drama or whatever right. i want my kid in all this drama right true or more it's like it's well the kid's just there when i'm painting a wall or and- or they show her at home and she's like you know whatever making cookies with him for a little bit just to show that little like domestic side of her yeah, yeah. like it just seems a little bit less and then also you're by doing that now, the kid spends ends up spending less time with her because at least she can film some stuff with her kid. Yeah. If the kid can never be there, then that's taking time from their time together. I mean, I agree that a parent should have to agree on something like that because yeah. it is – there are minors, so you never know. It's like what – how they're going to feel about it when they grow up or whatever. Right. Like I know people always make uh, give Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen a hard time for not wanting to act later in life, but it's like, but they were babies. They didn't decide to act. Yeah. Someone made that decision for them. So and they're billionaires. Why do they want to go and be on some stupid self tape a, a fucking audition in their yeah. room and hope for a job? Not that I'm bitter about that, but um, yeah. but I would say the only thing that about this that's funny is they're not funny, but. Is like the guy seems to be drawing more attention to it by posting articles. Well, he said he's like, I don't want I want my child to stay private, but that's why I've created a law called Hudson's Law. The boy's name. Oh wow. For for kids like so they don't have to be in their parents' reality shows. Right. And she's like, You're such a hypocrite. The reason I think he's being a hypocrite is they met, I think he was somewhat featured on the show as like a contractor or something. Okay. And they met and, you know, I'm sure if they were together he wouldn't have a problem with the kid being on the show. Right. And that's what always happens. It's like, oh, let me inconvenience your life. Let me make it harder. By, And then also, I don't want the world to see you in a loving mom situation. So then like with a Brandy Glanville, her, uh, who was on Beverly Hills, her ex, Eddie Cibrian, never let the boys be on it. So then anytime she filmed Real Housewives, it was just her getting drink and go, you know, getting drinks and running around. Yeah. Because you couldn't see her being funny and interesting as she made tacos for her boys. Right. So it's I like, mean, yeah, you know, I could see both ways, yeah. but it's sort of depend. But I did see Leanne Rimes and Eddie Cibrian at uh, Casa Vega a couple weeks ago when my mom was in town. Just the two of them? Uh, they were with a group yeah. for a birthday party of some kind. And then I looked on her Instagram and saw that it was like a. And it was a friend of hers or something, but I was sitting with my mom yes. and I saw Leanne Rimes walk in and I whispered to my mom, I go, because my mom loves Leanne Rhymes, mostly, oh, right. mostly from the masked singer, okay. honestly, big fan. Um, and in comes Leanne Rimes. And I, so I said to my mom, I go, there's Leanne Rimes. And as la- 
Leanne Rhymes is here, like as loud as she can. Did she say hi? No, she just. She totally should have. I know. I don't know that for sure she heard her, but I don't know how she could not. I think Leanne would be very happy. I know. I I know. To be approached by like a nice woman. I feel like if she was sitting by herself before anyone else got there, I might have been like, my mom's a big fan. You know, but it was a big group of people. So that didn't seem appropriate. But I'm sure she heard my mom scream her name at the top of her lungs. Yeah. That was a fun story. Sorry. No, that is good. No, <laughs> I like go it. Well, no, wait. So, um, okay, there's this other kid that I follow. Oh. And I think it's a lot of the mom telling him what to say. Oh, okay. It's okay. He's very cute. He dances. And he, like, says sassy things. And he's kind of gro- blowing up. So I saw this one on TikTok last night. And it felt so scripted. It was like the mom takes the camera and she goes... Why don't you want to go to school today? And he goes, I don't. I want to just sing and go get my nails done and go to the salon and go to the fiancé concert. Meaning Beyonce, but like mispronounce it. But he's a little old to be mispronouncing it. Right. So I was like, oh, so everyone's like, love it. He's so cute. That's me. That's my spirit animal, blah, blah, blah. And then I came across this one that said, honestly, tell me if this is scripted or not. Did you guys coach him in the car? And then someone said, he is coached every waking minute. It's so obvious. It's his mom who wants to be noticed. She just uses him to do it. I just feel like in the beginning it was natural, and now it's more of a planned vids and script, you know? I agree with that. Because totally. I feel like, and I mean, I haven't seen this particular one, but you see that all the time, right? Where some a kid will, someone will be driving, or and they'll say something, and the kid will say, a, ooh, says the F word or something. Right. Great. And then, and everyone acts all surprised, but then, and then... Two videos later, they're doing the same thing, but like in longer sentences. And all of a sudden, you're like, "All right, was the first one even right real, or were you, you know, co- you know, acting like coaching him?" And then, yeah. go, oh, this will be hilarious on TikTok. One time, he said the f word in the house, so now we're going to make him say it while I'm t- driving and do this. And you know, they it's like I just think people with that they constantly have like a fucking phone in their kid's face. Like, yeah. stop it. Yeah. Get a real job. Like, what is wrong with you? What like, about Hudson's Law? I know. <laughs> Maybe that's why. I mean, that's why I kind of was like, I kind of see. I kind of see it all. Like, you know, because it's like, but I see it all. Like, there was that one girl. There was like this one kid that you just know that that the girl was being fed all the lines. Like, it was yeah. too like, let me tell you about my day. Oh, and, yeah. You know, like, I, I was shook. And I was like, why are you doing that? You know, and I was like, oh, come on. And it's cut in half. So it's like literally the mom is saying, and now shake your head and go, oh, because she she know what she's talking about. Like, you know, and yeah. it's, it's literally it's Shirley Temple. It's like you are mate. You are basically doing what they did to Shirley Temple. And you're putting like adult things for her to say, looking like a little cute kid yeah. to get like these views and, and hoping some like either it goes sponsor for, or someone will offer a movie role. Yeah, or just viral and then you get enough, you know, you get enough following that you're like, you know, and then it's like, well, who do you think, you know, really you have like 18 million followers for a six-year-old girl. Do you think all 18 million of those are just other moms that think your daughter's cute? Yeah. Or is it fucking creep a Yeah, creep? it gets like, creepy. Yeah. Yeah, like it's just like, ugh, I don't know. But I... I was kind of excited to see this comment because I'm like, Someone am I the only it out. one that sees yeah. this? I'm not going to write it. But like, 
And I still you think need a kid, TikTok burner account so I you still can go think, on and, and I still comment think the kid what you want. Is like naturally talented. I just am like the sassy lines and stuff is annoying because I've seen it where the kid is like, okay, I'm done. And like it's still on the video. Right. Like it's like, oh, yeah. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. Like, totally. And you see it, you're like, whoa. Like yeah. you should have cut that a little bit closer because we just saw how like. Are we sick of being and, and making you do like 20 takes? As yeah, a and kid? how you're like just yeah. three more and then you get your sweet tart or whatever, you know? Anyway, so that was kind of juicy. Um, Taylor Swift, I saw this where this girl talks about how Taylor Swift, everyone hated her in high school. And then she was getting some award and she invited like all these people that hadn't talked to her since she like made it. And they went and, uh, and then the girl, they realized, like, oh, this was her ultimate fuck you. She actually invited the high school grade or whatever to come see her get this award to be, like, oh. like, first they thought it was really sweet. Right. And they're, like, it's so nice that she invited this because we all hit her guts. Like, all right, let's go. And then they realized, no, that was her ultimate, like. You know what? Good for her. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. if, if I, I'd love to invite. There's some people I'd like to invite to some things. <laughs> Just tell them to watch Juicy Scoop and be like, I fucking made it. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, also, also they said that she was holding her, her – people are making a big deal that she was holding her pen wrong in one of her videos. Like in the wrong hand or, or just I like think in I, a weird – Wait, where is the oh, hand? I mean, Here like it is. in a weird way? Yeah. Oh. Like, that's a weird way to write. Um. But you know what? When I was younger, I was holding it wrong for a long time. And then I was in my classroom and this lady like came to observe the class and she looked down at me and she was like, these kids don't even know how to hold a pen right. <laughs> and I remember thinking, that is kind of embarrassing. I guess I have to do it the right way. But now I'm trying to figure out how you're supposed to hold it. I don't it, even think kids – kids don't even know how to like sign their name anymore. Like no one learns cursive. Right. So I don't I don't think it's weird that – well, she's a little old not to – I mean she's from an era that they taught you how to hold a pen. Right. But, but I mean I definitely She's probably just think, not really writing and she's just not – I definitely think she, there's probably kids that don't know how to hold a pencil right. Oh, this I didn't think you would enjoy. There is a restaurant <laughs> in London – that is not Chinese food, not – it's like normal Italian food, like raviolis, you know, chicken, no utensils. You're right. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this one bit. First of all, you pasta with your hands? He's eating He's, he's eating he just would, a big thing of he pasta. He was eating with pasta this. with the hands, noodles, raviolis where they take a ravioli and scoop some sauce around it with the hands. And you're supposed to eat with your hands and that's the whole – fun of going to this restaurant and it kind of looks like family style in this situation it looks like a few people are doing it well he was feeding his girlfriend like spaghetti and stuff like that no i mean come on first of all everyone's hands are disgusting at this point like just we all know you got to wash your hands and that's fine you can you know you can eat pizza with your hands wash your hands i guess things like that but when don't this it's a whole different thing. You got your fingers in your you know mouth. It's so weird. Like, like in the post COVID world, like we're going completely opposite. Like it used to be, you know, hand wipes, separate things, like all this stuff. And now people are like opening restaurants where like <laughs> grab your food with your dirty, disgusting hands. Like no one cares. Like what about those big tables that are like have you seen those big nacho tables that people do now? Oh. Where they just throw the food on a table and you're supposed to like I watched a woman at one of the – they had like 
it was, I forget where I was, but they had like one of those giant things of nachos, like the yeah. family, you know, and it was like five people at a table and they were next to me. And I swear to God, I could not stop focusing. I almost went J- James Corden on all of them because they were, the girl was putting her, eating her nachos, which yes, you do eat with your hands. I understand. Yeah. But that's different than actually having to put all your fingers in your mouth to get pasta in. Right. right? But she's eating with her hands and then licking each finger and then going back in and eating the nachos. And everyone at the table is just... No one's saying anything, and so, they're eating it too. So recently, you've been out. You've sent, seen Leanne Rhymes. You've seen people eat with their fingers nachos. But Chris told me the juiciest thing that happened. Oh, I saw Mr. Big. Yes, yeah, at Panzanella. Mm-hmm. Tell he was he was. It's not a really a good story, but he was he was like two uh, seats over from me. He yeah. came in. I was sitting at the bar. It's a it's a restaurant in Sherman Oaks. Um, I'm going to go on TikTok and tell this story. And he uh, he came up and ordered a drink, and then another guy met him. And then I looked over at him because I just was like, oh, that looks like Chris Noth. And then I did a double take and thought, oh, that, that actually is him. Yeah. And then he looked back at me. It felt like he wanted me to – Ver, like to recognize, recognize him. him felt like he wanted me to say something like maybe he's looking for people to be like hey you know yeah you know, a little accolades or something since he um has Got been has been yeah was so, killed off right so i um but i didn't i just you know, he didn't get killed off because of those accusations the accusations came after, after he was killed, i think but there were supposed to be flashbacks with him right yeah he died in the first episode anyway right yeah like, yeah um so, but anyway, it just felt like I'm, his energy, if I was reading it correctly, yeah. which I'm going to say I was on my TikTok later, was that he wanted me to say something. I'm so glad you brought that up because I was reading comments about myself mm. um, in a mean TikTok that someone said about me. And so, of course, I was reading the mean comments. Don't do that. And this one girl said, I was at Sephora in Calabasas and... um and she was there, meaning Heather McDonald. And she looked at me and smiled like she wanted me to recognize her. But I didn't. Ha ha. Like mean happy face. First of all, you did recognize her, you dumb bitch, because you just wrote that you saw her at Sephora. She wanted me to say something or something. And I'm like, I go, so I wrote back and I go, oh, I'm sorry that while I was shopping for makeup, we had eye contact. And I smiled. I'm sorry that I had eye contact with you and smiled. Do you know before I ever got on TV, I was going and shopping and occasionally had eye contact with other humans? Yeah. And looked at them in the eye and smiled? I always smile at people. It's the Because you, you like want them to, to go up and say, are you Sarah Colonna from Juicy I Scoop? want them to say, are you Heather McDonald? I want them to get it wrong. No, I mean, of course you, of course you smile when you make eye contact with someone. Like I grew up in a town where we waved at people who drove by, whether, and then, right. and people were like, But I'm saying, you know? I mean, yeah. so was, was um, Chris Noth? Well, wanting you to recognize him, or was he like just smiling because you're a cute blonde at a bar? Well, I guess that's a good point. He was maybe, but he didn't really. It wasn't. I can't explain it. Damn it! I'll have to do it on my TikTok. But it was. <laughs> it felt like he was like you know like kind of in it. It wasn't like a smile or a. Yeah. It felt like. Yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. 
It is me. Yeah? Yeah. You want something out of this? I don't know. That's what I'm just making this up. Yeah. And uh, he could have just been innocently trying to have a dinner at Panzanella. Like you were having yeah. a nice polite conversation or a nice polite yeah. interaction at Sephora and you weren't trying to get recognized. And this girl was like, but I wasn't going to give her that satisfaction. So do you think I left Sephora going, God, I wish that girl would have walked up to me and well, asked I think for that's a photo? Well, I think that's how Chris Noth left Panzanella. <laughs> I think he was like, gosh, I wish that blonde, curly-headed lady who kind of resembles Sarah Jessica Parker's hair. Maybe that's why he was looking at me, thought I was her for a second, thought I was ignoring him. Um, this is disturbing, but there's something kind of interesting about it. This is Randall Emmett, who was engaged to Lala Kent from Vanderpump. They broke up because he was cheating, um, which was, you know, there were evidence of it. And they were in a custody battle with her child. This girl, Amber, shot... Uh, Chit, what how do you say her name? Childers, Amber, Childers. Childers. She was in um, You, the show's mm-hmm. You on Netflix. She's an actress. She has two children yep. with him and was married and divorced from him. She um, just uh, filed to get a restraining order, which they have a. Uh, she, they're going to hear her case November fourteenth against Randall, because in corresponding, this is all in the LA Times. So she corresponds with Randall, being like Randall. Um, uh, I just heard from the school and our oldest daughter's been late a bunch of times where you were responsible to getting her there. You know, can we talk about it? And according to her in the LA Times, he then somehow this email came back to her and it was like a correspondence between Randall and Randall's attorney that they didn't realize she was like on it. Oh, boy. And it, And he said, and the attorney said something to the point of, when can you get some real money together so we can make this problem go away? And this is not good for your girls. And some something to that effect. Right. So very chilling to Amber. Like, what do you mean? Make it go make away. Make it go away. Me go away, like, physically? Or are you going to, like, plant something on me? Or and make me look like a bad mom? Or does he just mean, like, we or, need more money to, like, right. go after her at a... So it was not, there was, it was not, um, what happens with the restraining order is you go and you ask for like an immediate restraining order and they, and sometimes they say yes, sometimes they say no, there is not enough here in your complaint, but we'll, um, we'll have a a hearing about it. Sometimes they do a temporary one, which then right away you get it. And then you still go back a couple weeks later where then the person can defend themselves saying, I don't want a restraining order against me because having a restraining order against you, it isn't good. Right. You know, so it's like you don't really want that on your record. Because sometimes I was like, what do people care? Just stay away from her, you know, whatever. But this is a big mess because he's in a child custody situation. Right. And so it looks but, very bad. But I yeah. mean, I'm like pretty scary. Like, I mean, pretty bad attorney. I was like, going to say, on like, top of it, I like, would be like, my, my, you're an attorney who can't figure out who all's on the email chain. But I mean, and who are you, like, who is this attorney of yours? And what are you guys talking about? Like, she was just merely saying, like, the kid is coming to school late. Right. I only need to be like, put out to But now she has that. Yeah. Now she has that to take to court and no. say, this is, you know, that's not gonna Like, this is an email that he wrote. I mean, it's going to help in that. Whatever, if she's not happy with her custody situation, it's going to help her. Yeah, um, be seen as like to the judge, like this is what the fuck I'm dealing with. Now I'm scared shitless, and like you know that these that they are angry with me and are going to willing to do whatever. Yeah, that's a bad so, reply all on his end. <laughs> um, last 
thing I want to share is, have you heard about the fox eye treatment? Yes. Well, don't get it. No. This girl said, I got the, the viral fox eye lift and the pain was so bad I wanted to die. So what it is, it's what uh, allegedly Bella Hadid got. Right. And so it like lifts your eyes so that you look like a little fox. And so just pulls it up and takes it. But it's a lot of young girls are doing it. It's like different than when people our age get like a little lift or whatever. And it's to really kind of give you this like model-y look. And anyway, it healed a little bit, but she still has these huge dents in the side of her eyes. And she really didn't need it at all. But No, but look what they – that I mean, who did it? Her friend? Um, she said she, she got like, a good deal. Well, yeah. First of all, if it's on Groupon, she don't only, go get it. Don't go get your fox eye lift do off not, of Groupon. Yeah, do not – exactly. She only paid $2,000. I mean, it looks like – it, I mean, it looks like she just went to someone's house and they were like, yeah, I'll, like yeah, a Frankenstein. I know how to do it. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, poor thing. But I mean, at least she's telling people. So maybe people will listen to her and not do I it. I just don't think this is this is a good trend. No, I and don't Especially either. for young girls. Yeah. The other thing that, that allegedly people believe that uh, Bella Hadid and other people get is this thing called buckle fat. Have you heard of that? No. Where you're like a young girl and you have like a little round fat face, but you want to look like a anorexic model. They take the fat out of your cheeks, and so then you have that, like, and then the fox, and then you're like that. But the problem is, then I think once you get older and yeah. that fat's gone. What happens? You look old. Yeah. I mean, you, you look, do it Bella Hadid young. looks 40. She looks attractive, but she looks 40. Like, you do it so young, and then yeah. all of a sudden, and then that, that fat, like, would have gone away anyway, and now you're, like, sunken and sunken in, probably. I don't really, I can't picture her face right now, but I mean, I, I'm just seeing in general. Right, right. Like, I'm all for people doing whatever they want. Right. But that not when it's not too young, because too, I mean, you don't know what your face is going to turn into. So. That's my advice, too, is just be careful to girls with the too young, getting stuff done too young. Yeah, and don't get it as a deal. Don't yeah. get a two for one definitely, or whatever. Definitely not. <laughs> so, Sarah, you are back on the road mm-hmm. doing stand-up. Tell me where your shows are. Uh, November 3rd through the 5th, uh, I will be at the Louisville Comedy Club in Fun. Louisville. And then after that, two weeks after that, I'm in Fort Wayne, Indiana at the Summit City Comedy Club. And then second week of December at Spokane Comedy Club. All of that is on sarahcolona.com. Please come see me. Thank you. And I have shows still left um, on November when you're, when you're in um, Louisville. I will be in Houston and Dallas doing live Juicy competition Scoop with uh, Justin Martindale. <laughs> Just Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yes, I mean if you have but I don't think there's many tickets. Uh, there's only there's a handful of tickets, or maybe a little bit more. But there's some tickets left for the Dallas because there's a second show. Uh-huh. Second show Dallas. There's some tickets left over. Houston, I think, is sold out. And then I've got Chris, Boston, Philly, and DC. And um, I think there's Philly, there are single seats only, but can't, let me listen to me, Philly people. You will have a fun time. And even if you and a friend want to go, just buy two single seats. I'm sure people will like accommodate you. It's a juicy scoop crowd. It will be fun um, because other than that, then you won't be able to come. So get 
get the seat, go alone, or go by whatever. yourself to a show. It's you, fun. I know the the crowd is so fun. Yeah, you, everyone will embrace you. It's fine. And then I have two shows um, in DC on Saturday the nineteenth, and then then that's it for a while for me. Oh, taking a little break from the road. Just a little. Yeah, you need one. You've been, this has been, it seems like a fun tour, but it's been it's a lot. It's fun. But yeah, yeah, then I'll do more in 2023. But, you know, get my groove on for the holidays. That's right. Sarah, follow you. Tell them about your podcast. Yes. Uh, uh, follow me at Sarah Colonna one on Instagram. I don't know why I said that. But uh, my podcast is Are You My Podcast. Right now we do Married at First Sight, which is still on for the next couple of weeks. And then after that, we do other fun stuff. Um, and as always... Uh, Juicy Scoopers get 20% off on my stadium compliant and concert compliant bag line. If you haven't checked it out, it's clutchwomen.com so and it's cute. code Juicy Scoop for 20% off. Yes, I have a cute black one that I wore the other day because I was going out and uh, to the um, to USC. Yeah. And I almost forgot because I'd been so long since I've gone to a show. And the black and gold looks good with the yeah. USC gear. It's, mm-hmm. all, it's all good and they don't hassle you at all. That's right. It's the right size. Do you know who I'm seeing on Saturday that I'm going to bring my clutch to? Giselle? No. Yep. <laughs> Harry Styles. I'm so excited. I'm going to the Harry Styles concert. Oh, <laughs> you and you're like actually no, no. I'm going to a concert and I ha- and it's and you need the right size back. Oh, for I thought it, you're so. like going to bring him one because you know he's kind of like a, like wears girl stuff. I would love for him to wear one. I'll try to throw one to him on stage from my second row upper level seats, but not sure it'll make it. Oh um, my god, how fun. I You're know. so golden. La, da, da. Love it. I love him. I'm I have love so much him. That's gonna be such a good show. Yeah. Where is he playing at? At the forum. Oh fun. Yeah. Right. Are you going with Chris? No, I'm going with my husband. Oh thank God. Yeah. 